Welcome to Greatness, where the world's leading thinkers share their ideas about how to create greatness, great leaders, great teams, and great organizations. Why be good when you can be great? This is Gretchen Gagel, and I am so excited to welcome my good friend, Bobby Malab, chair and founder of Malab Media and co-founder of Mentor Walks to the Greatness Podcast. Welcome, Bobby. Delighted to be here. Yeah. So Bobby and I have known each other practically since the beginning of me moving to Australia, I think, through the International Women's Forum. And I thought the other day when I was once again promoting your great work, why have I not had Bobby on my podcast? So I'm, I'm really glad that we made this happen and we have so many important things to talk about. Before we dive into the brilliance of your work with Mentor Walks, I love asking my guests, what in your life has made you passionate about what you are passionate about today? I think that... I feel that I've been really fortunate in the people and connections that have been in my world and it has been really important to me to help other people get similar access to people that can help them. And so for me, um, a big theme of my world is enabling others and most of the things I do in some way are connecting to enabling others to be the best to enabling others to flourish. Yeah. I think that's why you and I get along so well because, you know, being a first generation university graduate, as my sister and I both are, um, we have six degrees between the two of us. I think we're, I think we're both done. I think we've decided (laughs) we have enough, but you know, education as a pathway to success, anything that helps lift people up and help them be a contributing member of society, uh, happy and flourishing. Um, I see that in you and was reading about you, advocate and driver of diversity and gender equality. What do you think drives that advocacy and gender equality focus in you? Look, I am the daughter of um, an activist um, in the second wave of feminism in the 70s. My mother was a founder of the Women's Electoral Lobby in Victoria and Australia, and she became a very well-known spokeswoman for the feminist movement and has really been a leader in many things to do with feminism, equality, women in business. And growing up, um, she was a refugee from Nazi Germany, so she, um, you know, understood what it was to be, I guess, the underdog in in many circumstances. And it's always been part of the conversation in our households and always been part of just the way I've seen the world, that how can it possibly be that you have 51% of the population that have so much to contribute and that um, are not allowed to flourish as they should? So I think the simple maths of it (laughs) is enough to ignite my passion and why it is so important to elevate women Um, because I firmly believe that when women, um, you know, women hold up half the sky and when they have half the power, the world will be a better place for it. Mm, So well said. Um, so well said. And, and it's interesting how we all find these pathways in different ways. I had a, a wonderful mother who I lost 10 years ago, but it was my father telling me I couldn't go to engineering school because girls didn't do that. 
that really inspired me around equality and not not ever wanting anyone to tell my daughter or my son for that matter what they could or couldn't be because of their gender mm. and um so let's dive into the great work of mentor walks um but let's let's start just a little bit for the audience of what is mentor walks Mentor Walks is a walk and talk program for career women that helps them get guidance from senior women in their city and helps them build connections. It's a program that we launched in Sydney now seven years ago and it is in 17 cities and five countries and growing all the time. And to date, more than 8,000 women who are women at every stage of their career have participated in the program across all those cities. And the idea came from something that the co-founder and I, Adina Jacobs, saw when we were in Shanghai. We were at a conference for entrepreneurial women and both she and I um, are, are um, serial founders, I think is the way to put it. And one of the speakers who was an Australian woman who lived in China for 30 years was running something called Mentor Walks um, and we happened to be there uh, at a time she was running it. They only ran it two or three times a year. And we hopped in a cab early in the morning and went to this park in the middle of nowhere and Nadina went with one group and I went with another. And at the time I was looking at taking my marketing communications agency into China and I had a conversation with two women uh, who radically accelerated my decision whether I was going to do that or not. And it was the information they gave me and the contacts they gave me that were so valuable that when we got to the gates of the park, Adina and I looked at each other and said, this is such a simple, impactful idea, let's take it to Australia. And with the blessing of the woman um, in China, we did. And we've changed the model quite a lot. Um, we put a lot of emphasis on asking the women who apply to come on a walk what the question is they want to discuss. Mm. And we carefully match them with the mentor that we think they'll have the most productive conversation. And so our model is very different to the mentoring that most of us find in corporates and it's very complementary to it. And each mentor um, is a senior woman, generally with 20 plus years experience, who are identified as leaders in their field, who are all invested in helping other women succeed. And most of them, in fact, all of them have experience managing people and leading teams. We put a, a each mentor at each event is matched with up to three mentees. And over the hour of the event, they collectively workshop each other's issues. And so what happens in the events is that mentees get time and attention for their own issues, but they also get the opportunity to listen, understand and ask questions and contribute to the other people in the group. So at the end of our events, and they're always outdoors, always at an, at an iconic spot and always in the same place at the same time. Um, so what happens at the end is that Women feel that they've got help with their issue, but there is a buzz because they find they've been able to contribute to someone else. And we all know that one of the essences of happiness is being able to contribute to others. So it's a very simple model that's having a very dramatic impact. And we're 
monitor very carefully and measure very carefully the impact of the program on women and their careers. Um, we do both longitudinal research and we survey after every event. Mm. And we know that it is helping women um, make decisions, move move forward. Um, we know that 94% of the women that attend our walk say that they got the advice that they came from and that speaks to the curation of mentees and mentors. Mm. We know that 33% of the women who have come on our walks have started new roles and said that mentor walks was an important factor in their decision and that um, more than, you know, almost half the women who have come said that um, that the conversations they've had have helped them move forward. So we often get told this is a nice idea and it is a nice idea but it's also an impactful idea because what we're here to do is help women move forward and um, the program is doing just that. Mm. And I guess the other aspect I'd like to talk to is about it's about accessibility because if you're lucky enough to have gone to a particular school or university and have certain connections, um, there are natural paths for you to find people who can help you. But if you haven't been to those um, to those institutions and you don't have those connections, it is often very hard to know where to turn to for advice. Mm. And so we have an extremely low price point to come on a walk and that's to ensure the program is accessible to women everywhere. And we want um, to be able to help all women to have those conversations and get the connections they need. And I guess that's where your corporate support becomes so critical because it's the corporations that are underwriting the program so that the women, the mentees have access to it. Exactly. So we have fabulous corporate partners and are always looking for more who support the program and they also participate in the program. They send women from their own organisations to our events and their senior women also become mentors in the program. So we have a community of right now about 650 extraordinary women like yourself who have led who are leading significant careers in their sector. They're all invested in helping other women succeed. They all need exercise. So the model for us is it's a walk and talk. You get in 5,000 steps before the day begins because our events start around 7 in the morning and they finish by 8.30. And the other thing about the model that we have is that it's intimate without being intimidating. It's mm. a very different experience to when you're sitting across the table eyeballing a mentor the fact that you're walking, that you're, um, you know, you're looking at each other but not staring at each other, um, and there's also the science of walking because the science shows us or tells us that walking enhances creativity. You know, it's not surprising that the um, Wordsworth and other other authors, you know, were major walkers because the oxygen. Um, it, it actually stimulates creativity, ideas and good thinking. Um, so all those bits come together for a really positive experience. Mm, that's so great. So it, it's so interesting. I can picture where you and I were sitting at a dinner outdoors in Sydney. We were hosting a woman from Europe, I think, from, from the Women's Forum. Yeah. And you first told me about this idea. I was still living in Canberra. I only lived there in late 18, early uh, 
all of 19, 2019. But I have to tell you that the amazing part for me as a mentor, my very first walk, I met this amazing woman, the, the curation that you all do. I just have to say something about this because I, I don't know how many times I've participated in this between Canberra and Melbourne, but the matching that you do, she was in the middle of her PhD. I had finished my PhD less than a year before. She had very specific questions for me, but she was is a gamification expert. And I, I had gotten a little bit of exposure around gamification in my PhD, but we had this amazing discussion about gamification that I really learned from her about. So I feel like I take something away from each of the women that I'm walking with, whether it's two or three, or sometimes I think that day I was lucky enough, I had a one-on-one walking session with someone, but that curation, you make it look seamless, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. There is a lot of work that goes into it, but the point you're making about what we learn as mentors is really important because I also mentor all the time and every single time I learn something. And I think as senior women, one of the things that happens is that sometimes you don't have as much connection as you have had at other earlier times of your career with women at different stages and particularly earlier on in their careers. And it is so common in my experience that I hear the questions or some of the insights and I think, Ah, so that's how you think. And it's really important to be hearing all those voices. Yeah, I think the other thing that was really has been really great for me. And I can imagine, I mean, I'm I'm five years into living in Australia, meeting the other mentors and the fact that you have social events for the mentors where we get to spend time with one another. Um, Many of us are, whether we're in the medical field or the legal field or me being in construction, I spend most of my time with people in construction. So those opportunities to interact with women in many different fields and industries that have accomplished so much, I, I really love that about mentor walks. That's great to hear. And that plays out for the mentees too, because what we find is that There are lots of um, mentoring programs within corporates, but you're very much sticking within the bubble of that sector or industry. And there's enormous value at getting perspectives from outside your normal sector and bringing that lived experience from the mentors from diverse sectors to women is really important because we know that nowadays your career is not a ladder, it's a lattice. And so being exposed to those diverse views is really important to uh, working out the steps to take. Before we get too far into this, because I want to mention it more than once, how do people find Mentor Walks? Through our website. It's mentorwalks.org. It's a global website and it's very easy. You, you look there, it will lead you to all our events, all the cities, all the dates, and you can book through the site. Yeah. Let's talk about all the cities because you're in the middle of global expansion. So you, well, actually, before I ask that question, you said you're a serial entrepreneur that you like to start things up. And and even though you'd seen this happen, you've changed the model. You saw, saw it happen in China. What do you think gives you the courage to start things like this? Because this is not a tiny undertaking to get something like this going. What, what gives you the courage and what skills do you have that make this actually happen? Look, I'm not sure I know clearly the answer to that. I grew up in an entrepreneurial uh, family so that that starting things and giving them a go were always um, 
part of what we did. Um, and I think that it's really I, I'm very motivated by the, by the idea of creating and building things that help people. Um, that's my motivation. And I'm not really afraid of trying something and having to change it. Uh, and I, I really like operating in environments that are test and learn. Mm. And I'm also someone who is um, is challenged in a really positive way by embracing change. So even in my marketing communications agency that works um, throughout Asia Pacific, that business started pre-digital and you know, it was early to digital, is now embracing AI. So I think for me, embracing new things and trying new things has always been something that really attracted me. Mm, we could have a whole nother podcast on that. I mean, that was the <laughs> that was the fundamentals of my PhD, how do leaders create cultures where this, this test and learn cycle, systems thinking, change as a muscle, as Chris Worley says, um, how do we get people to embrace change? So back to this global expansion. So you started in Australia. How many cities are you operating in in Australia? So I think nine. I'm, we're, I'm about to go to Newcastle to launch it next week, and we're launching in Parramatta, which is the second major um, populous in in Sydney um, in October, so we're in every capital city plus what what except Darwin. So I think we're in nine locations in Australia. We're in New Zealand in Auckland and Christchurch. We are in Singapore, and we're about to launch. Uh, we're, we're launched in Canada and Calgary and Vancouver, and we'll be launching in Toronto in the not too distant future. And we've uh, just um, agreed to launch in the UAE later this year. So, you know, we want to make mentoring accessible to women everywhere. This is a not-for-profit. As you said before, it's supported by corporate um, funding and, and involvement. And we really want to grow a global movement of good women who help good, good women and give women access to uh, experienced women who can help them. Yeah. And let's talk about that a little bit more and unpack that because mentorship and sponsorship, which are, are two different things, but I know in the construction industry, we're doing pretty well at, at achieving greater parity at lower levels. But when you look in the C-suites and the boards, upper middle management, not so much. So what what is the critical role that mentoring plays in helping women be successful? Um, I think grit is one of them. It, it's where you need mentoring is where you're really unclear and you're messy. Like all of us, I think one of the things I often talk about is that women tend to look at other people and think, oh, you've got it all together. You know exactly what you, what you want to do. You, you know, perfectly groomed, perfectly spoken, perfectly resolved. And of course, none of that is true. I think one of the really important things for women to understand is being messy is a pathway to clarity and it's part of the process. And so what we're doing is providing a safe environment for women to be messy and have those conversations that help them find their way through. And I think it's really healthy for us all to understand that no one has it all together all the time. We're all fragile. We all need help. 
um, and that clarity comes comes out of fog, really. <laughs> um, so I, I just think um, this idea of none of us have perfection and don't get caught up on that is so important. And so going back to your point, um, the biggest cohort of women who come to mental walks are mid-career women. They tend to be women from their very late 20s through to their early 40s. And, you know, they will have by then had 10 to 15 years of experience and they're often considering what do I do next? And um, and sometimes what you need is, is someone to say it's worth staying in the game for X, Y and Z reasons and here are some ways that you could make it better for yourself, right, or conditions that you can try and change to make it more palatable. But it is definitely an issue for every sector that mid-career women are voting with their feet And um, I, on the weekend, I sit on the board of women in media in Australia and we held our conference and our data is saying that nearly a third of women want to leave media in the next 12 months. So this is being reflected everywhere. And so one of the questions is how do we help women stay in the game Um, because they need it and then if they don't stay in the game, then we don't have the pool to choose from for the leading roles so, you know, there's a knock-on effect everywhere, but it also has to be in the interest of the individual woman to do so. Yeah. This this point about everyone thinking everyone has it all together is the reason I wrote my book, The Eight Steps to Being a Great Working Mom, which um, raises money for charity. And because a friend of mine came to me, my two young kids, I was traveling every week, and she said, oh my gosh, tell me how you do it. You're perfect. You know, it's perfect. Everything's perfect. I'm like, oh my God, that's a facade. Like I'm one sick nanny day away from complete disaster. And I realized that we weren't looking at each other and talking about the challenges. We were just trying to all hold it together. And, or, I mean, not even purposely putting up the facade. You're just so busy holding it together. You don't, you know, but we're not having the conversations and life is messy. You know, I, I hired Edgar Schein as my coach a year ago, February. Um, he passed away sadly in January, but I had a, a gift of a year with him of sorting through my career and all the different things I do and what my focus is. And I'm 58 years old uh, for four more days. Um, so yes, this realization that, and being able to talk to somebody about it is is really it is, and I, I have a particular bugbear with the question, with the statement work-life balance because I think there is no such thing and it sets us all up to fail and I really wish people would stop using that term. Okay, so mentorwalks.org, mentorwalks.org. I want to say that over and over again so that people can find it. And I know that you're looking for additional corporate support, I believe, to expand into different countries throughout the world. Yes, we absolutely are. We're open to conversations from organisations that would like to partner with us from a funding perspective to help take the program to new markets, but also to support us here. Um, we're spending a lot of time at the moment building up, uh, building out our technology, um, and that's all to enable scale so that we can bring more women into the program and um, make it a less labour-intensive um 
back end, if you if you like. So um, if there are people listening to this podcast who are, who are in organisations and think their women would benefit from participating and also their company for being associated with such an initiative to help women progress, um, we would love to hear from them in, in any country and in Australia. Yeah, and I just want to stress once again how easy this is. They're all on my calendar once a month. I know I got to, I would know what time I have to show up and what place. If I'm traveling, I just say, no, I can't show up that month and I don't show up, which makes me really sad when I see those on my calendar and I'm in the United States, but it's incredibly easy. And any other final tips as we're wrapping up for our listeners out there about finding mentors, participating, anything that you'd like to um, close us out with? I think um, one of the things that we're trying to establish with MentorWalks is to model the notion that good women help good women and good people help good people. Mm -hmm. And if we, with all our generous mentors who are all giving their time for that hour, hour and a half, you know, every few weeks to help other women succeed, if each of them affects another woman who then goes on and pays it forward to someone else, I think that's a really great thing. Yeah, this is why I admire you so much, Bobby. And I'm I'm so glad I got that lightning bolt finally where I went, oh my gosh, I talk about mentor walks all the time. Why have I not had Bobby on the Greatness Podcast? So thank you so much for taking the time today. Unbelievable ad- admiration for it. It's an amazing model. I believe in it so much and look forward to hearing about your global expansion in the future. Thank you, Gretchen. Interested in hearing more? Visit us at greatnessconsulting.com. Thank you.